Hello, and welcome to Nickel Park. This is a couch-guided safari through the wilderness of life, and I am your tour guide, Luke. Hi, I am your tour guide, Joshua. And I am your substitute tour guide, Zach. What's up? I said, how's the substitute? We didn't, we didn't lock in Ben for this one? Oh, no. I guess not. What's he doing? I, I don't know. I thought you guys knew. All right. Hey, w- welcome, Zach. Yeah. <laughs> All I got was a voicemail from his agent um, saying that it, I can play the recording for you real quick if you want. Yeah, go ahead and pull that up. I regret to inform you that this week, Benjamin Burton Frazier will not be in attendance to this week's recording of Nickel Park. He apologizes and will be sending a care package soon. Thank you. And that was it. Is his agent a real human being or mm. does he have an automated agent? I th- I think I think it's automated, but they try and make it sound like a legit person. They didn't do well. It was clearly a robot. I thought it sounded pretty good. Uh, Zach, uh, for those of the, for those of the listeners who don't uh, know you, what are uh, some fun things that you're into these days? Some fun things that I'm into these days mm-hmm. would be uh, probably you know going out to the park, playing some mm-hmm. spike ball with some friends, mm. um, going to the pool and swimming with some dogs. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter whose dogs; it could be anyone's. Right. You never bring any. You just find some on the way. Right. There's, you can pick up four to five strays on the way to any <laughs> pool, pretty much. Easily. Uh, third hobby, probably be drinking some, some good bourbon. Mm. Uh-huh. We're all about that here. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Okay, well, good. I was really afraid you were going to uh, bring up some taboo subject, but uh, I'm glad to hear that you're better than Ben. <laughs> <laughs> all around I was thinking Magic the Gathering sorry go yeah, ahead yeah we were oh, all thinking no. it yeah so I have a question mm-hmm. um, it came to me today out of nowhere let's imagine you're you're walking through the mall and a man walks up to you with a gun and he's like hey you have 24 hours to break a Guinness World Record mm-hmm and and then he disappears into the wind, Batman style. And it, it, you know he's going to be back in twenty four hours. What world record or what Guinness? Yeah, what world record would you try to break in twenty four hours if your life depended on it? Oh man! So does it have to be a existing record that I have to break, or can I like set a new record? If that makes sense, like a yeah, new yeah, yeah. category. Uh, I, yes, it can. I think you can set okay. a new one. Okay. But obviously it's more impressive if you do sure. if you beat someone. And and do you have twenty four hours for the setup and then you get one attempt to break it, or do you get as many attempts as you need in those twenty four hours? Yeah, twenty four mm. hours uh whenever it happens, it you, you can do as many attempts as you want. Okay. okay. Cool. Uh while we're thinking about it, Luke, do you remember when we tried to break a world record? Yeah. <laughs> and boy did we not get close at all. <laughs> We thought that so. No, I won't. I won't give the. I'm not going to give any backstory. Okay. We tried to beat the world record for longest paperclip chain, mm-hmm. oh. and <laughs> I, I think we were at we were at a few hundred feet. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the longest I believe cracked the mileage <laughs> oh, amount. Yeah. 
It was in miles. Yeah. So we were not <laughs> close at all. <laughs> we like stretched it. We put it. We spent like an entire day putting it all together. Yep. And then we rolled it out on Luke's driveway out into the street. And we were like, ah, oh, yeah, this is awesome. We got to be close. Quick, get it, get Guinness on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> and then it sat on a an old wire spool that your dad had yep. in my parents' basement for years uh, until it finally just became a pile of paper clips. How long would it take to get miles worth of paper clips strung together? No idea. More than 24 hours, I would say. Mm. I believe. Yeah, so we could probably cross that one off the list. Mm-hmm. And also, I think this has to be a solo attempt. Like, you can't hire outside sure. help. You can't subcontract <laughs> the, the record-breaking. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Just bequeath the the document mm-hmm. title over to someone else. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, okay. I th- I think I've got mine. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think you gotta go with setting your own new record as opposed to beating someone else's. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I I'm a firm believer of the people who break the Guinness World Records are either bred to do that mm-hmm. or just have spent years upon years upon years doing whatever they do. For example, the paperclip thing. <laughs> right. So so mine would probably have to be something no one would really think of and definitely wouldn't try wouldn't try to do for a Guinness World Record. So it'd probably be probably be something like number of blades of grass eaten in two minutes. <laughs> I'm looking that up. Yeah, see, I was thinking somewhere. This isn't my answer, but I was thinking something similar, like most sticky notes unstickified via tongue. Ooh. Like I want to lick all the sticky off the sticky notes. Ooh, Wait, that's tough. You're licking yeah. just the sticky part, or you're mm-hmm. like you've got a pad and you're like tearing them off by tongue. No, like I'm I'm rendering sticker sticky notes no longer sticky. By licking the sticky off. <laughs> I bet that hasn't been done. Right. It's like the opposite of when you lick an envelope closed. I'm <laughs> I'm unsticking it. <laughs> how much I, grass how much grass do you think you could eat, Zach? Am I talking about uh, poundage or blades like I was thinking? <laughs> Number <laughs> blades. of blades in two minutes, as you said. Mm-hmm. Number of blades. The thing is, I think the trick would be counting the number of blades in two minutes. I think the eating process would be like a pill, just mm-hmm. throw it down, gulp. But you got you to gotta also count the number of blades that you're going to eat first. Mm-hmm. What if you put them in stacks of like 20? If I put them eight, in stacks of 20. Eight stacks, you know? Ooh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Factoring in chewing, I think I could probably get at least 300. 300. Maybe 360. <laughs> <laughs> if I really pushed it. Right. Yeah. I, okay. All right. I think that's pretty good. I. My idea of doing your own uh, was also to just get real, real specific. Like probably an activity that no one has ever done. Mm-hmm. And my first thought was like, jumping over the most people named Ivy. <laughs> and I happen to know two of them, and they're both right. incredibly short since one <laughs> is a baby. Right. And I think no one's ever done that. I doubt it. 
And if, make, if they have done it, they didn't do it with the express intent of breaking a record. They just exactly. happened to do it. Exactly. Right. Now, do you have do you have to hold this record, or you just have to break it? You just got to break it. You just got to get it. You okay. can lose it the next day. Okay, because that one that one would probably be broken within minutes after posting. <laughs> <laughs> There's some dude out there that knows three IVs. He said, "I could jump over them so fast." Right. Or he, just, he puts out a message on Facebook to every IV in the immediate area. Here's an idea. Most records attempted in 24 hours. I think that is its own record. Like, you're saying that is in itself a record? Yeah. It, like, so I would try to eat the most fries, french fries in a minute. I'd eat one, be like, oh, I'm full. Oh, oh darn. Didn't get that one. Highest vertical jump. And mm-hmm. I just, I clearly don't get it. Got that one. <laughs> uh, tallest man. Yep. Nope. Already not. Most push ups. One. Ah, One. Can't do it. Ah, didn't Number do it. of blades of grass eaten in two minutes. <laughs> <Yep. laughs> uh, no, can't beat Zach. Mm-mm. So I think I could bust out in the near thousands. Uh, you could do one right rate. now, I bet. You could do one right now. I could, what, yeah, attempt a record? Yeah, largest, uh, yeah, you could do a high jump right now. So try, and, try and break the record for high jump. In a, in a desk chair. Yeah, in a desk chair. Ooh. That's pretty high, though. It was pretty high. Actually, I don't even think I made it off of the pad that I'm on. I think it just decompressed a couple centimeters, and that's how high I got. Mm-hmm. Ah, darn. Didn't break it. Yep, too bad. I think I would attempt to uh, break the record for smallest bull. Currently, it's at 26.6 inches. Smallest bull? Mm-hmm. Bull okay. like a, or like bowl? A bull, like a cow bull. Oh, okay. So you would you would attempt to be the bull? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because he's only 26 inches tall, so if I just lay down the ground, I think I got him beat. Mm, that's, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> you could do that. I think you could do that one. Um... Yeah, those are some pretty good options. Those are good. What about what about one that exists? What about mm-hmm. if you had to break a record, not set one? Hmm. So so the alternative is death. Yeah. So <laughs> if if you break a couple bones, I guess that's better, right? Right. Ooh. You could do record for most bones broken in <laughs> in a time period. <laughs> Yeah, it's sure really better that's than a death. record. Yeah. That yeah, that's a good point. Or like <laughs> highest uh fall onto yeah. concrete. <laughs> Survived. <laughs> oh my gosh, speaking of records, when we were skydiving, which we did by the way. That's right. Listeners. Uh, this is, here's a subtle way to to brag about it. Uh, when we went skydiving, the guy that I was jumping with um, was telling me about how uh, he had met the guy that set the record for most skydives in, uh, oh, frick, what was it? I think an hour. Um, in an hour? No, not an hour. It was probably 24 hours. It was probably 24 hours. I don't know. I can't remember the exact amount of time, but it was like 300-something jumps. Oh, my Goodness. What? Because, yeah, he had it on a, I think he said an eight-minute rotation. So he would fly up, get to, like, the minimum height, yeah, which would only take a few minutes, jump, 
full shoot, land as quick as possible, get out of that shoot. A team would be ready with a, a fresh shoot ready for him. He would strap in, hop in a fresh plane ready for him. Oh my and he'd gosh. Be, yeah, eight minute, a, a, a new jump every eight minutes. So if he did 300. Yeah, I bet I could just look it up. You could, you, I mean, you could do the math 300 times eight, that many minutes. 40 okay, so, hours? So 20, 24 hours, the record is 640 jumps. Uh, that's that's much less than eight minutes then. Yeah. That's less than eight minutes. All right, so I got my numbers wrong, but <laughs> still. What if he was skydiving into other planes? Ooh. <laughs> oh. What if the number of jumps is just him jumping up and down? They- <laughs> With the shoot on? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, technically. Yeah, I am skydiving. <laughs> hey, I'm about the technicalities. That's how do you, if, how do if you I'm go, ever going to get a record. Sorry, sorry. Uh, how do you go from doing 600 jumps in one day? Like, how do you get off that high? Right. How do you how do you get up the next day and be like, this day's going to be better than than that day? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How do you have any hope for your future? Yeah. You've already done the coolest thing imaginable. Right. I was exhausted after one. Right. Like, ah, I can't even imagine. He probably had a little less stress. Um, sounds like he might have known what he was doing. I wonder what his uh, approach to actually getting out of the plane was. Like, when he hopped into the plane, did he just lay flat on his back? And then when the, the pilot was like, all right, you're high enough, he just, like, rolled just himself rolls out the door. Out. Yeah. I, I, I like that idea. I wonder how many of his parachutes didn't open the first time. Because, I mean, Ooh. theoretically, you have, like, a, what is it, like, a 0.3% chance yeah. of of the first parachute not opening That's doing 600 point. jumps in a row seems like one would fail mm-hmm. his odds of doing that is probably yeah. pretty high if they didn't though that's pretty like cool like i don't know should be a little reassuring mm-hmm. so there's that okay well to answer my question i'm sticking with most records attempted that's going to be my answer yep i'm sticking with the shortest bull yep <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with blades of grass. Blades of grass. <laughs> uh-huh. All right, folks. Zach, do you want to earn some money while you're here? I do want to earn some money. We're paying him for real? Yeah. Dang. Howdy, folks. Welcome to the ad booth, the booth where we do ads to earn money. This week, we are as always going to go big then we're going to go home this week for our go big we are sponsored by uh a organization by the name of pringles uh oh shoot I'm, i know luke you are very familiar with pringles. huge fan huge fan uh i can't i cannot count the number of days i have seen luke crack into a personal can of uh sour cream and onion pringles at the lunch table i've i've had many bouts of uh a one can sitting yeah. You know, like start it full, don't move till it's done. <laughs> that like, could be your uh, that could be your uh, record. Yeah. It could be. Anywho, put them down. <clears throat> Pringles is currently joining uh, kind of the cultural movement to become a little more eco friendly, um, and so About they time. have. Yeah, I know, right? And so they have released a new. Um, it's basically, I think it's like. I don't even know what you call it. It's an Instagram account. It's just kind of like a movement. They're they're starting a new movement. 
yeah. of um, coming up with ideas for how to use the, the Pringles cans after you've emptied it. Because obviously, you know, you finish your Pringles and you toss it in the trash can. That's mm-hmm. not always the most re- uh, resourceful. Nope. And so they're uh, they're like, you know, trying to encourage people to come up with some more creative ways to use their cans. And so uh, we've gone onto their website and we've kind of picked a few that we really liked. Um, and then we're just going to share them with you so that maybe we can get the creative juices flowing for you guys um, for how you can be using your Pringles cans a little more uh, wisely. Um one of you guys want to kick it off? Uh, yeah, I can go first. So, um, the first big one that I saw was kind of like a, um, I don't know, a court, uh, corporate partnership, if you will, mm-hmm. with uh, the brand Pen. Mm. They do uh, tennis balls. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I mean, That's tennis easy. ball can, Pringle can. <laughs> basically the same shape so pen has just shut down their operations on can uh production and they're now exclusively using pringles cans but the twist is pringles still gives them the flavors you know the the blast the mm-hmm. dust that's on mm-hmm. there so all of your tennis balls come with the flavoring on them yeah. now you're thinking i'm a tennis player what am i gonna do with a flavored ball i don't i don't want to be sucking on a a ball Certainly not. The dust comes right off when you hit it with a tennis racket. No issue. Uh, what is the second biggest use for tennis balls, though? Uh, dogs. 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 Yep. Dogs. Now your dogs are having an even better time mm. with their tennis balls because they are flavor blasted. That's a win-win-win. Is it true that after Pin uses them, like on the court, they send them back to Pringles to be refilled with Pringles, and so now you have tennis-scented Pringles? Uh, you know, they did that for a while, and there mm-hmm. were some complaints in the test market mm. uh, that, that they were getting, uh, yeah, that that smell. I don't know what it is, but there's that new tennis ball smell, and uh-huh. they were, it was just throwing them off. They were also getting a little those little fibers in there, so they... Yeah, they just send the cans back to pin now and, yeah. you know, reuse. They were, they were getting the ferret fur in their mouth. Right. It's <laughs> 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 good. Uh, so one of the things that I thought was cool is a lot of people have been using them for like post exercise or post workout, uh, foam rollers. That's a pretty, seems straightforward to me. You know, you, uh, you get home from a big run, you, you down a a can of Pringles to, to carb up and then you just roll it out on a, on a Pringles can. Makes sense. Pretty straightforward. Yeah. Yeah. The Pringles cans are very structurally sound to to do that as well mm-hmm. they can easily support the human body yeah i th- absolutely i heard that they tr- they test ru- they did test runs on cows and they still held up so i don't know well, it's don't not know too hard cows only weigh like 500 pounds yeah at most <laughs> <laughs> yeah those um. are those are both good uses uh the the use the use that i got out of it was um if you cut the bottom out of the can, you you know how you can make those uh, those finger trap toys. Mm, mm-hmm. Oh, you yeah, know the, if the... you try to, yeah, the the ones that trap your fingers. Right. Yep. You know, like this. Like the name suggests. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I, I was just making sure you guys understood. Um, Thank you. But but you know how when you reach in for Pringles in the Pringles cans, 
you can't actually get any Pringles. You gotta you gotta trap them. You gotta dump them out. Right. And so if you cut out the bottom, you can throw it to your kids as a new as your Christmas toy for the year. Save some money, and mm. they got a full arm, full arm ah, uh, Chinese a Chinese forearm trap. Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. That could be cool because like you get one kid on one end, another kid on the other end, and then they like have to fight to see whose arm gets pulled out of socket first. Exactly. It's like a wishbone, but a shoulder. <laughs> but they use human bones instead. Right. It's fun for everyone. Uh, I've seen some people turning it into a potato cannon, which I feel like is just so poetic in full circle. Oh, of course. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I I actually did my own submission uh, mm-hmm. in on their Instagram. Um, I made a walking stick. Oh. I, I put multiple of them together. I can actually, I can show you right now if you want to see. Sure, yeah, yeah that'd be great. Sure. My headphones aren't long enough. <laughs> it's realness. Wow. Um, that is glorious. <laughs> you even got the different flavors, so it's nice and colorful. Sorry, that was mostly a visual joke for you yeah. guys to see that I actually had... Actually, have a yeah, Pringles stick. Pringles connected to each other. Wait, can you do a didgeridoo sound with it? Uh, maybe. You should try. I'll try. Imagine the dust. <laughs> was that good? Yeah, that was insane. It's perfect. Yeah, I also saw some other um, submissions online. Um, I didn't think they were very useful, though. Uh, they took the same approach of cutting the the end out of the can, so it's just like one big tube, and mm-hmm. they stuck them all together and stuck a motor at one end, and you could use it as like some kind of pneumatic tube. And I, I don't know, I don't know what you could ever use that for. I don't think it has a lot of purposes, but I, I don't think know. it's mostly just banks really that use them, mm-hmm. probably. And they're always getting bees in them, so I don't know what happens. Uh. A rifle silencer? Seen that? We'll leave it there. Oh, I, so I wrote down on a sticky note some ideas that I'd had for this. Uh, uh, and apparently I wrote down emergency underwear container. So is that? Yeah, you could use it for that. I flavored suppose. flavored underwear container. That's right. For mm-hmm. all those needs. Sour crotch and onion. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so our go home this week is from uh, a Louisville company called Papa John's. Um, they, they've changed their management style, and they've adopted a new CEO of their business in Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, shoot. A.K.A. the Big Diesel. I'm, I'm familiar with his work. A, um, a basketball man. Yeah, of sorts. N- known for missing free throws and breaking backboards. Right. And being 6'4 at age 10. That's pretty good. Okay. Uh, I haven't even reached that yet. I'm probably, probably, I'll be like 35 by the time I get 6'4. I'm hoping to reach there by by the time I'm 60. That should be good. Okay, but Zach, uh, Papa John's is a national chain, is it not? Shaquille O'Neal lives in California, not Louisville. So how could he be a manager? Well,. Well, as you know, the previous owner was Papa John himself. Mm. Right. Uh, but when Shaq joined, uh, Papa 
being big chested as always uh he offered he offered a 1v1 Shaq in basketball and Shaq was so uninterested because Papa John is obviously not a Hall of Fame NBA player so Shaq right. had no interest in defeating Papa John but Papa John made this bet that he would own up his CEO his CEO ship mm. and mm-hmm. uh and that intrigued Shaq. So they one v one basketballed for the CEO <laughs> for the CEO position of Papa John's. They basketballed each other. Exactly. Okay. And so now Shaquille O'Neal is the rightful heir and ruler of Papa John's. Of all pizza, actually. Oh. Interesting. Dang. Previously held by Papa John's himself. So so does that mean that uh that uh, Papa has a chance to uh, game his way through the ranks back up to the leadership position? It does. It does. Okay. It was written in his, in his contract um, whenever he re-signed on into Papa John's as a delivery boy in the mm-hmm. local Louisville area. Uh, he comes by every once in a while. Um, he likes to grease up the pizza boxes and just kind of slide them out from the car. He's perfectly accurate right at the front door. <laughs> And even the pizza box even slips up the front door and knocks three times and then falls back down. It's crazy how he does it. That's incredible. incredible. Yeah. Hey, well, they don't call him the Papa for nothing. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. I think he. I think he might be losing the company a little bit of money because he eats at least forty to fifty pizzas every week. That's what I've heard in yeah. recent interviews. Uh, uh, do we do we want to talk about some of the changes Shaq is bringing to the company? I think we should. Yeah. Um, yeah, go for it. Yeah, so I don't know if you guys have seen the menu recently, but there's this thing called the shakaroni. Um, mm-hmm. and it's just a, a, a shack sized pizza. You, you, they normally got the medium, large, extra large. Uh, the shakaroni clocks in at a 3.7 foot diameter. Uh, okay. Very large pizza, but that's. Right, I mean that's a that's a dinner for Mr. That's dinner O'Neal. for Shaq. He's got to fuel his enormous, probably seven hundred pound body, eight hundred. Who easily. knows? More than a cow. More than more, a cow for easily sure. Easily more than a cow. Um, I think uh, on their website it says it's nineteen thousand calories uh, in one pizza, and that'll feed. I'm doing the math. Many people, many people can be fed with one mm-hmm. shakaroni. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's pretty exciting. Uh, I haven't ordered one yet, but I plan to. That's cool. Uh, one thing I'm excited about is they've started including um, shattered backboard in a lot of their pizzas. Uh, just to kind of, you know, because he's famous for it. And right. uh, it's just a cool publicity thing. Because um, when, when Shaquille O'Neal shattered the backboard, he was actually allowed to keep it. Um, so he's just had it in like a decorative vase all these years. And now he's just slowly distributing it to uh, to pizza lovers. Is that a secret thing? Like, do you know it's it, it's going to be in there? Or is it kind of like you bite in, it's a little fun surprise for the family? Right. I mean, it's secret in the sense, like, you can't order it. Like, it, it's like a Wonka ticket. Sure. Right. You don't know you're going to get it. Yeah. One, one of the things that I like about this new management is that Shaq, Shaq absorbed the responsibilities of CEO, but he also absorbed the, the responsibilities of their quality service. 
So each pizza actually goes to Shaq's house first, and he takes an entire bite out of it before it gets sent to your house. So each pizza has its own little Shaq mouth print in it. Wow. Uh, which is pretty cool. You can see how, how much he can eat in just one bite. Typically, he eats like three or four slices in one bite. But, I mean, it's worth it still. Right. A quarter of your pizza is missing when you get it, but it's you know the quality's there. Exactly. And along with, along with the, uh, the shakaroni pizza, they also have the sauce shack pizza. That's uh, sausage, of course. Oh, but, of course. Sauce shack. <laughs> <laughs> you can cut that. No, that <laughs> <laughs> nope, that's why we invited you. <laughs> Those jokes were right there. Oh, <laughs> well, cool. Yeah. Uh, anything else from, from Papa John's before we move on? Don't no. believe so. All right, well, cool. Well, thanks, sponsors. All right, folks, welcome to the unconventional solutions portion of the podcast. This is the part of the podcast where we take problems and we solve them unconventionally. It's what it's in the title. This week, we are doing another next-door problem. Um, we're going to help out a neighbor of ours with a problem that they have in sunny Hollywood, Florida. And I'm pretty excited about this one. I think, uh, I think we'll be able to help this person out uh, a pretty decent amount um, just in, in general. So, so here we go. Uh, M.A. says, uh, let's go ahead and come up with a name because we usually end up doing that anyway. Massachusetts. Massachusetts Avenue. acronym? That's it. Avenue. Avenue. All right. Massachusetts Avenue says, I'm looking for someone who Chihuahua had puppies and they are trying, period, to give away. (laughs) 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 I'm looking for someone who Chihuahua had puppies. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't oh expecting the reading to be this good. I'm looking for stop. I'm looking for someone who Chihuahua had puppies and they are trying, period, to give away for free. I cannot afford to pay them. Do I live on fit income? <laughs> I am only I am only looking for two. It doesn't matter the sex. Please can someone help me? Alright, do you mean run that by you one more time? Oh. Hey boys. <laughs> boys. Uh-huh. Boys, yep. focus up. Listen listen to what I'm saying right now. Mm-hmm. We're here to help. That's right. And we laughter is not helping. Right. This person okay. is in need. Focus up. Alright, serious time. One, one more, more time. time. Through. One more time. One more Mass- time. Clean clean read. <clears throat> Massachusetts Avenue says, I'm looking for someone. <laughs> Line. I'm skipping the first line. <laughs> oh, Massachusetts has a way right. with the words. <laughs> to give some away for free, I cannot afford to pay for them. Do I live on fit income? I am only looking for two. Doesn't matter the sex. Please, can someone help me? <clears throat> so, in short, Massachusetts is looking for two chihuahuas that someone mm-hmm. is trying to give away for free. They cannot pay for them because they are on fit income. Right. 
Was and that a was that, was that a question? Because they say, "Do I live on a fit income?" It's do is in D U E. Oh, like due to the fact that I live on fit oh, income, I okay. guess. Okay, yeah, yeah, that, that's um, that's Hollywood shorthand. For, um, that's how, of course, that's how we talk here. Right. Also, it should be noted that first period is the only period or any kind of punctuation in the sentence. Okay. So, um, so yeah, how can we help out Massachusetts Avenue here? All right. So I think one thing we need to nail down is what is a fit income? Right. Yep. Um, I. I would imagine it's healthy. To mm-hmm. me, it seems exuberant. Right. Which which is then confusing why they would need it for free if their income is so fit and healthy. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Like fit income sounds like they have a good credit score, like a real healthy, beefed up credit score. Maybe. Maybe if you're fit, you're on the skinnier side. And like, you know, if Maybe. you're rich, you got fat pockets. Oh, okay. Lean. Yeah, so lean. So that's what they're getting at. Like... Mm-hmm. Okay, not a lot of funds. All right, that makes sense. Yep. <clears throat> uh, but two chihuahuas, two chihuahuas, only two, only two, only two chihuahuas. That's a pretty small ask. Most right, most chihuahua um, uh, customers are looking for eight, nine, mm-hmm. sometimes double digits. Right now, one one obvious suggestion here. Uh, now you can't guarantee the chihuahua part, but drive to any nearby pool. You'll mm-hmm. find five to six strays, no matter where you're going. That's a good point. And those are free. Um, but we are looking specifically for Chihuahuas. That right. was, I mean, we got we got to stick to the to the guidelines we've been given. Mm-hmm. Uh, where are Chihuahuas from? They're Mexico. Mexico, right? Okay. If um, I if I learned anything from Beverly Hills Chihuahua, mm-hmm. it's that they're from Mexico. Right, and they sound like. Oh gosh, why'd I even start that sentence if I didn't know his name? George Lopez. There we go. <clears throat> Pretty sure it's the the actor who voices one of them. Oh yeah, I Anywho. was thinking of that. Who who's that comedian? Uh, Fluffy. Uh yeah yeah. Sound like him too. Okay yeah. Um, so Florida is directly next to the uh, on its west side. If you're looking from the north, or you're looking, if you're looking at a map. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. What's left yeah. of Florida? Are we in Florida or California? Louisiana? This is Hollywood, Florida. Hollywood, oh. Florida. No, uh, I'm thinking the Gulf of Mexico. 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 There we go. So, of course. All you got to do is hop on a boat, beeline it west. You're in the land of the Chihuahuas, as they call it. Right. Um, and there got to be a dime a dozen there. Got to be. But <clears throat> if you'll recall. It's we do not free. have dimes to spare. Fit income, you're right. Dimes, uh, peso. Pesos, a dozen. A dime a dozen. Mm-hmm. Then you, you break it down to two, that would be uh, a dime divided by six. Mm-hmm. Still money. So that, yeah. uh, okay. that's yep. going to actually cause an issue. Okay, but what about the peso exchange rate? Currently, Pe- it is at .049 of the U.S. dollar. Ooh, and you round down. Right. So let's get out a calculator here. We're talking. Wait, what do we decide in cent in change wise? It is. Uh, well, it'll be um, uh, th- three fifths uh-huh. of a cent per Chihuahua. Per Chihuahua, okay. Uh, and then convert that into pesos. Okay, what's three fifths in in decimals? Point six. All right, 0. so 6. we got point six times point 
0.049. So it's literally... Three-tenths of a cent. Right. So And you round down. So that's actually free. Right. That is free. Okay, so you yeah. go over there, a dime a dozen, or in this case... Uh, free. Tenth, right, free. <laughs> and then you got your you got your chihuahuas. Free, free chihuahuas in Mexico, all yep. right? They're Massachusetts just sail your way over mm-hmm. to the the promised land uh, now a lot of us are privileged here in Hollywood uh, Florida everyone owns a boat but let's say for example Massachusetts doesn't own a boat what are some other options for him okay um, are we are I'm a, I guess we're assuming that they're not getting any responses because oh you would be incorrect oh 130 comments oh, oh wow yeah uh, could you would you mind give us an yeah give well, us a couple highlights yeah right off the bat we got ks that simply says good luck with a heart emoji <laughs> uh hmm. yeah uh, totally useless get out of here ks kansas state we, we don't need you we don't need you uh ap says check the shelters uh appalachian pacific th- th- i'm not gonna do all these that's Sorry. fine uh jt justin Timberlake like uh says <laughs> Uh, now this is this is the most common response uh, reading through them uh, okay. obviously not word for word but the general gist not to be a killjoy but if you can't afford a puppy then maybe it's not a good idea to get one at all you generally pay thousands in training vet fees food so on getting a small dog doesn't mean you just bypass that so again not very helpful so his point no, is not no helpful. matter what dog you get you're still not getting it for free. Is that what? Is that his yeah. counterpoint? Okay, so he said training and vaccination. First of all, don't need those. Those are uh, extras if you want. And food for a chihuahua? What, like a piece of rice a day? That ought yeah. to keep them going. Yeah, that's right. That's. I mean, that's what they. And eat. that ran, That also rounds down to free. So we're still good, I think, on ownership. PB says, "No offense, but how are?" <laughs> PB says, no offense, but how will you provide care for them? Question mark. Massachusetts responds, yes, I always do. Oh, well, okay. So that's reassuring. Right. So all of those, you know, people that are concerned about the cost of owning a pet, it doesn't matter. Massachusetts, yes, they always do. Yeah, because I was also wondering, like, how would she care for them? But she will. Right. She will. (laughs) In her own words. Mm hmm. Yeah, those are kind of the highlights. It's a lot of back and forth. One person will post, hey, how can you afford this? Immediately following, someone else will post, hey, leave her alone. She wants a companion. Mm. Yeah, there's one one person on here, JB, almost every response, they simply just say, not your business. So, not our business to worry about her finances. We're just trying to find her a dog, two dogs. Find the chihuahuas. Could you perform experiments what if okay listen <clears throat> this is something that's free a rat rats are free yes. they're everywhere sure. they're less than a dime a dozen steroids you could probably mm. find those somewhere yep rat plus steroids put them together chihuahua that's how they made them yep yeah here's an idea you start a free online dating service for chihuahuas mm-hmm um, it's probably going to take a lot of attempts. You know, dates sometimes don't go well. Uh, they don't get along. But every now and again, they do. 
and let's just say they go home for a little, you know, the Netflix and chill, if you will. Rendezvous. Rendezvous. And um, somehow Massachusetts will be there. I haven't worked out the logistics on that. Sir. She'll be present. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll know that those are the dogs to keep an eye on, and you can just get the puppies somehow. Put it put, put it in the fine print when they sign up for the dating app. Any any puppies made first first two puppies made. <laughs> <laughs> so you're playing the long game. Delivered to Massachusetts Avenue in Hollywood, Florida. Right. It's not an address. It's not- <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, that's really good. I like that. Steal them. Yeah. I mean, you could build like a chihuahua magnet. I mean, yeah. I guess you could. I don't know. I feel like we gave him some pretty good options. I feel like there's one. One, one more. One good one out there. I feel one like there's one hiding. pretty. One that's that's so obvious that we're just missing. If only there was a way to like collect them. Yeah. From different areas where you're not at, right? In some kind of like transport system to get them from one place to another. Well, right. what was that thing you were talking about earlier, Zach? Yeah, with the Pringles. Yeah. Oh, the the forearm Chinese trap. Yeah. Yeah, that one. You could run. Yeah. It, so if you found a Chihuahua, they're small enough. You could just like stick their head in the Pringles can. You got uh-huh. them trapped. Bring them back to your house. There you go. It's like a plunger. Yeah. A chihuahua, a chihuahua plunger. Chihuahua I was plunger. actually... No, I was thinking about the other thing you said. The, the pneumatic tube? Will do that you, work? Do you think we could... For, for just one time? For just one time? Use it for non-banking purposes? It might It might be able to hold up. I mean, like, like we saw, I mean, the, the cows... The cows could stand on them. They should be able to pick up a chihuahua. Yeah. I would sure hope so. Yeah. That's true. So you could put pneumatic tubes kind of all over the place where chihuahuas live. Right. Put them, in, put them inside the dog houses where the chihuahuas go to sleep and just put suck up, them put, up. Put out some chihuahua bait. Uh-huh. Like um, rice and beans. T- taquitos. Just a plate of refried beans. Right. Uh-huh. It reminds them of the homeland. That's good. We may have found a purpose for the pneumatic tube. We might Maybe. have found the second and only second purpose. I like it. All right, cool. I like it. I was going to do it. I can't see Zach anymore in the video, so we're going to wrap it up there. <laughs> yeah, completely have, dark. <laughs> the sun has gone down way faster over there somehow. <laughs> Uh, well, Zach, thanks for joining us. Uh, where can folks uh, find you, your stuff, your content? Uh, I'm actually not on any social media. I'm I'm off the grid. So if you want to find me, you just gotta you just gotta find me. Gotta look. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks to Sons of Circus for the use of our theme song. Thanks to Jake Byron for the use of our ad song. Thanks to AMF for having us on the network. Uh, you can hit us up at nickelparktours at gmail.com or you can follow us on Instagram at nickel underscore park underscore podcast. And that should do it. Well, in that case, until next time, I am Luke. I am Joshua. And I'm Drew.
emotion can you show me how you put it all in motion show me some loving and show me emotion can you show me how you put it all in motion yeah